This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews with the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, DJ Spider. DJ Guys, this podcast is brought to you by BeatSource. That's right, BeatSource streaming. That's what we're calling it. That's what we're using. That's what we're loving. I've been getting more and more positive response to it. People are starting to open up and utilize the streaming. It's really dope. You guys are going to love it. Okay, we are the basically only music service for open format DJs that allow you to DJ from the cloud. We got offline locker mode. We got VIP crates. We got crates made by expert curators so anything you know about or don't know about you can have a great crate of music to play with it's incredible it's uh something you're gonna love go try it out get a free trial let me know what you think um thank you guys for the support i'm dj spider you can find me on instagram at dj s-p-i-d-e-r you guys are always sending me messages and being encouraging and um you know i couldn't i couldn't do this without you guys we're a family here so thank you beat sorcerers and everyone listens to the 20 podcast and that leads us to today's show you guys today this might be one of my favorite episodes yet guys this was a fun damn show to record we just finished and uh, my sides are hurting from laughing okay it was really fun our guest today is a young legend in the game i don't use that terminology loosely okay i really think he is he's insanely talented he's hilarious he's respected by the biggest and the best in the dj and the music world and he does all that while somehow remaining a genuine and humble person that is himself as crazy and silly as he is online he's an amazing dude and uh you could see that through all that He's done songs with, I mean, the lists are good, go on forever. I'll name a few of them. Diplo, Skrillex, Calvin Harris, DJ Snake, Brandon Urie from Panic at the Disco. So much more. Um, I have probably a thousand songs from my Serato, but going through his stuff on Spotify, I was shocked at stuff I didn't even know, and I thought I knew all this stuff. Um, he can produce any kind of genre. He's so talented. His stuff is great. Uh, this man has got alter egos that are almost as famous as him, okay? He could sell out shows with his alter ego. It doesn't even have just have to be him. He isn't afraid to troll an audience and even play some fart sounds as a drop, you know? Might be getting some clues to who this is. He travels the globe DJing festivals, clubs, literally all over the place. He has a massive, long-running residency in Las Vegas at the Wynn. And Encore, um, he has an amazing new album coming out December 1st that we discuss on here and I have already heard and I was very impressed and love it. He throws huge three-day takeover events in LA. Who can do that? We talk about that on this. He makes the funniest videos ever and I have been able to see his incredible career literally since day one, even since day zero, which you'll hear why on this episode. So I couldn't be more happy to see someone's success because it is truly well-deserved. So get ready for a fun-ass episode with Dylan Francis. Please, welcome to the show. Dylan Francis. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. yes, yes. Um, yeah, this is amazing. Thank Dude, you. Dude, this is very amazing. It is. Uh, if people don't know... I've known you for so long, so long, so long. <laughs> Gotta be since what, like two thousand nine or eight? Yes, um, something like that. 
it has to be before th- 2010 for yeah. sure, right? Um, for people don't, that don't know, I used to go and just watch Spider DJ everywhere. And because I used to work at Dre's here and I used to run the sound, pseudo run the sound. Yes. And basically open the night for every DJ that would come through. And Spider was one of the nicest dudes that came through. And I had known Ruckus, DJ Ruckus, who I had toured with a little bit. Yeah. But we became friends. And then I was just like this insane, like, I just loved music and was just running yeah. around LA nonstop in my Ford Focus station wagon <laughs> that beeped when you backed up, not because it was telling you that you were going to back up into something, but because an old lady used to own it and I had to buy it from her. Um, <laughs> she installed, yeah, the, she installed uh, a beeper and I could backup. never get it, get it taken out because <laughs> Yo, I just didn't incredible. have enough money. Um, but I, I remember I would always go to his shows just to watch him scratch. If you haven't seen this man live, you have to, Still one of the best DJs ever. I mean, you're like, making me blush. Thank well, dude, you. you, Ruckus, AM, and I'm trying to think of like who else is like on my list of like watching people that are able to cut records in together that wouldn't normally fit. Yeah. Like you guys are are of like this different ilk of DJing that I've never been able to do, but always I'm like, that's fucking amazing. Oh, thank you. And you are, you you were pretty damn good at that too. I mean, I've no, seen you. you no, know. no, 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 no. I remember my friend used to tell me that like, I would like try to scratch and I would make the weirdest face of just like, <laughs> there's definitely a scratch face. I hate watching that back. I'm like, Oh God, it's almost like you're mouthing it. You're like stinking it so hard. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yes. I remember being next to you at Dre's and I'm like, this guy's super nice too. He seems cool. And I'd be scratching and you're like, how do you do that one scratch? And it was like, it was like some chirp scratch. So good. And then you were like, I make beats too, or I produce. And you're like, I want to record that scratch and try to like make a dubstep song out of it or something and i was like i have a studio on highland and fountain and you're like i'm i'll come over and i remember i actually remember you came over brought your computer and i hadn't i had no you know everybody says yo i make beats you know yeah. what I, mean? I had no idea what i was gonna hear from you and i remember i think i could have this wrong but that like bingo players or something had just come out or something with a horn. The, yes. That was like, duh, 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 or something. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, I can flip that into like a dubstep song or something. Me- oh yeah. And yeah. you came over and you like, we're like, let me go in this room. And you went in like a room away, like another room or something. And then you came out like one minute later. No, but like quickly. <laughs> and you were like, listen to this. And it was already like the dopest thing. I'm like, how the hell did this guy do this? And I'm like, yo, you don't even have any, like a keyboard or anything. You're like, no, I just use the keyboard on the computer. Like yep. a W S D, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck? And then you showed me, you're like, yeah, I got this synth on here. And I'm like, wah, 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 wah. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like this dude is really talented. Like he's not on some, like I just make beats, you know? So thank you. man. I feel like that was the moment I was like, Oh shit. Like he knows what's up. And I then I forgot about that remix. I can't I, believe I made it there. I have it in my computer. No way. <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure. I remember I was, that one though. Yeah, that, I have. I was telling you, I went through and I typed Dylan Francis and like, Spider has I probably, all my old, I mean, really like look at records. if I scroll, first of all, this is by what added. Yeah. It goes 2000. 2009. Oh my God. And my computer might have had to be reset. So I don't even know if that's the first one really, but oh, it's like fucking locked up. But, but yeah, yeah 2009. 
It's because they're so bad, it's dying. And then it, look how fucking many there <laughs> <What> are. The <laughs> fuck? I have this many songs by you. I don't know why, but oh my god, yeah, you got some really, and yeah, really like bad these, dubstep songs for me. Oh my god, some I listened through a lot of them last they're night. So bad. But I also was making a crate last night of ones that are really old and really good. Oh, thank you. So I'm glad that there's a good crate. Yo, this is how many I got from like these are like you know at, over ten years old. Yeah. Some of these and they're really good and I still play them like even the. The, oh yeah, when I dip, that was like that might yeah, have been that the was one. it. That was it. Yeah, that's so, so crazy. I have it in there. <laughs> Damn. Um, but yeah, I remember <laughs> that. And uh, oh my god, I know. And then you, we would see each other at Dre's, you know. And I would always think, why is this guy here? <laughs> like he's I need gonna be. Money, dude. I know. Well, we all did. But like I, I was like, he's gonna. He's very talented, you know, like something's going to happen. And I remember you were, you know, you were also just one of those people that knew how to like talk to people and, and work hard. Yeah. And you had met Stretch Armstrong yeah. and he was like supporting your music and was like, I can help you out. And yeah, get he's your the stuff one that got people. my song to, to Diplo. Right. I yeah. remember. And then I remember you, I think you came over to the studio one day and you were like, Diplo heard my song and you were like, kind of like, well, I don't know, you know, I'm trying to figure out what to do and stretch and this and that. And I'm like, this is all meant to be, this is going to happen. I just felt that's, so good for you. That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's that, like, I mean, it's, it, that's awesome that you thought that about me. Cause I don't even, I think I was just like hustling so hard at the time. I just like, yeah, you didn't were. think anything of it. I was just having such a good time yeah. running around. I mean, I don't know if you, so are you, I don't know how much you want to talk about the Dre stuff or not, Dude, but we can go in. Do you remember, um, you quit, right? Yeah. And you quit in the middle of the night, right? Yeah. Okay, so because I, I have a memory of all of this happening, but then part of me, you know, when something's over 10 years old, I'm like, am I making this up? Yeah. But like, I remember we would DJ Dre's on the roof. Yeah. And we'd be in that crazy booth and you'd be next to me. Yep. And I remember the other person that I felt like did your job was the guy from Yellow Card, right? Yeah. Well, no, he came in after I quit. Right, he came in after you quit. <laughs> and now he's like back on tour and doing yeah. the When We Were Young tour and shit, you know? But so we would do that upstairs, but there was like a private room downstairs yes. that was like the VIP, like people are coming in and you'd go in there and they were like, you know, Marilyn Manson is here with Swedish house mafia yep. and like the guy from the Lakers <laughs> or, you know, it'd be like the weird combination of people that yeah. weren't supposed to be together in a tiny room, like not much bigger than this. The classic and, LA, yeah. like where you're like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Like, why are these people hanging out? Yeah. These people know who each other are, or yeah, do what? they? And, you know, and there's just like models everywhere, <laughs> yes. and you don't know what you're supposed to look at. And you can't take. Luckily, there was no like phone pictures at the time. I don't no. think there was. You know, nothing. We were like in. Flip I think Twitter mode. still just had. Uh, it was just status updates. Yeah, there was and no. Facebook. There was no real social media that much. Yeah, no, you would tweet. The maybe. Cobra Sync was the only social <laughs> yes. media we had. Right, and in that room, you couldn't do anything. And they were all stressed yeah. out. And my booth was absolutely tiny, like the smallest thing ever. <laughs> and they would have you or whoever was doing that job, like, kind of be on the side. Yeah. And it was so stressful. And I remember that night, you know, they wouldn't always talk to us very nicely. No. And uh, it was very a demanding 
this needs to happen. This isn't going right. You know, this is happening. And I, I have a memory, I think, of you just going, fuck this shit, or like, fuck you to the person yeah, no, and just walking out. I said, fuck you, I quit. Yes. What happened was- It was like a movie. That's so funny that you remember that, because that's exactly oh, the story. Because I had to do the rest of the night. You were gone. I stayed yeah. there. <laughs> the guy, well, so the guy put his hands on me and like- wasn't aggressive shaking, but it was enough where it was like, this is not the right environment that I want to be in. Right. And he was like, you need to turn the fucking lights on. And I was like, yes. that's not my fucking job. Fuck you. I quit. Oh. And I, cause it was just like, so satisfying. Dude, that, yeah. Like what you're saying was just like, it was such chaos. Yeah. It was that so chaotic. no one knew what was happening. And yeah. And I think it just, my time had run at, yeah. there. <laughs> it was it was it was perfect. It was just it was just so perfect. So yeah, I remember that. And then and then you blew the fuck up after that, basically, you know? I mean I feel like that's when a lot of things just also it was coming together already. Yeah. And that was like the moment. And then I remember, you know, then I went from th that's how I got my residency at the win because the Waits brothers were yeah, running they went that over there. spot. And so Jesse Waits was like, Hey man come to Vegas and do Trist and Excess. And so I came out there and I did one night and they're like, we want you here every week. And I was like, oh shit, okay. So I'm there every week. And then I remember after a while, like they started bringing in EDM stuff. Yeah. Cause I remember in the beginning having like, I would sit down at these meetings and some of those people that are high up now were just like a VIP host. And they'd be like, have you heard of this guy? Uh, <laughs> you know, Calvin Harris or a uh, Afro Jack. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've heard of them. You know, like, well, they want to bring them in, but they want they want uh, $25,000 and like, we'll never pay anyone that much. And I was like, we're at dinner. It's like, and I was like, yeah, man, that's crazy. You know, fast forward to like paying David Guetta like $440,000 yeah. like to DJ in the morning and then another. Didn't uh, Calvin get like the biggest deal in Vegas? Probably. I mean, yeah. I remember even a year later them being like, we paid Cascade for this Halloween party like <laughs> now they're Now they're gloating about it. <laughs> yeah. We're never going to do it. Actually, we're going to promote that we paid so much. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how the fuck are you doing that? But they're like, oh, it's nothing. We already made the money back on the tickets. You Damn. know, we're going to make a million bucks on the bar. And I was like, oh my God. So I mean, yeah, drinking. They realized after a while that it was worth it. Yeah. But then I remember them, you know, mentioning your name, and I'm like, obviously, he's dude, incredible. Do you remember, remember Shecky, right? Yeah, I talked to him almost every day. Fucking so. love that dude. Best. Best ever. dude ever. Yeah. He was the one that helped me, like, get my set right for Vegas. I totally. remember I went in and I played. The first time I ever played Vegas, I started playing Moombatone, I think, halfway through. Maybe not even halfway through. Probably, like, 45 minutes in. Yeah. Bro, I cleared the dance floor oh so God. fucking fast. Yeah. And... Kind of got them back around at the end, but it was like, yeah, it was bad. Right. And, right. um, and I remember asking Shecky afterwards and I was like, yo, like, let me know any constructive crit. I like, clearly that was the wrong thing. And he right. was like, yeah, don't play any of your music here. And I was like, <laughs> and he's like, no offense. I love it. I fucking love it all. But Vegas is not ready for down tempo stuff right now. Right. When they are, you'll you'll know. But it's just not right now. And just like get some more hip hop edits and blah blah blah. And it was like the best advice ever because now I've been at Win for like ten years. Oh my god, you're like the king. You, you and Diplo are like <laughs> no, the we're ultimate. Like the, we're the cockroaches that can't yeah. get kicked out. Aren't you there tonight with him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw the flyer right before <laughs> I was coming. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, you're, you guys are the cockroaches. That no, <clears throat> I'm sure that's how they refer to you. They uh, do. It's fine. We uh, are the high highest paid cockroaches <laughs> at the win. No, I mean, but I remember like, yeah, well, first of all, Shecky, he's the king, you Shout know, out he, Shecky. he helped AM get, 
<clears throat> I mean, he probably negotiated like the first million dollar deal in for Vegas, sure. you know, for DJ AM at Pure Las Vegas. And then we went over to Win at uh, Rain. And he just has a good understanding. Same thing with me. He'd be like, people only remember the beginning of your set and then maybe the end. But he's like, because I remember they had me do Intrigue, like when they switched Trist. And, oh, dude, um, I loved Intrigue. Yeah, and he was like, and because in the beginning, they didn't know what to do. They're like, we want maybe what you were doing, open format. And then eventually they went away went from it. <laughs> but yeah, they were like, um, he's like, you know, just concentrate on the beginning of your set only, you yeah. know. And and he he always has good advice. Trist was so fun. Trist was the best. Trist was fucking awesome. With that waterfall behind yeah. you and like... So much fun. That that is one of the best like vibe clubs. I it's it sucks that it's I mean it's it is cool. I played like a like you do some you can do some private parties there. Right. Yeah. Trist like <clears throat> you can do private parties at at intrigue, you mean. Yeah. 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 And I they still have that what, vinyl room. Yeah, which in is there. really sick. Um yeah, but I mean it's um you know, I mean, I've seen you there, and like you were saying with how I was DJing and Ruckus and all of them, and thank you, but <laughs> I've seen you at XS, and you have that, you have, I mean, probably since the time you talked to Shecky, you've <laughs> learned, but you have that thing where you, I don't know how to describe it, it's like you have the open format sensibility and yeah. the skill, but you know how to play your own music now, you have so much stuff that kills it that everybody knows, but as well as all the other stuff, and you can just mix it together, and you could be playing the Beastie Boys, but then a crazy drop, and then yeah. change the genres, and... No, and it helps so much from, like, work, like, because I used to tour with Ruckus, I was like, I don't even know what I was, because right. I think about it now, and, like, a tour manager, I definitely wasn't a tour manager, because I was not... Yeah booking any flights or anything. It's a road dog. I was just a road dog, <laughs> I think. And I was just like setting up Serato for him. But like, I mean, coming to your shows and watching them going to Ruckus's shows and just being there and like watching the way yeah. to rock a crowd and just to see reactions to certain songs and to basically like know how to reset a crowd. And like, it, it, it's like people think DJing is easy, which yes, it is as especially with with how (laughs) technology is now but like taste and knowing records like one thing that that i always notice from diplo is fuck man that guy just knows so many records right you have to be a fucking record store that's like where can i grasp from right now that's just going to make this crowd know like exactly what's happening and holy fuck how does he know this well i mean he comes from that world too yeah i mean he he I was getting those Holotronics records on vinyl. You know, it was yeah. like, I was like, who's doing Dude. this? Like every genre ever with like <laughs> yes. a B more beat. And like, it's so dope. Like I'll still never forget the, the tip it or is it, was it still tipping on the yeah. toxic beat for yes. Britney Spears? Yeah, totally. I was like, what the fuck? I Who know. made this? Oh God. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Or just like a chubby checker song with like a B more beat. I was like, this is amazing. And it was on vinyl because it was that time where like it was switching over to Serato. So yeah. like you couldn't just like get an edit. You know, it was like you were just like, oh, I'm getting this holotronics. Oh, I'll never forget because on Serato, you used to be able to take your vinyl and record it so that you had the MP3, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh my God. I, wow. I forgot about that for a second. Then I just remembered <laughs> when you said the holotronics record. So I was like, wait, how yeah. did we get that? No, I have it, the probably the file in my computer is from the record. Yep. You know, it probably sounds like shit. You That's know, so funny. Yeah, oh my we God. would just record, uh, record all our stuff in and and play it all. So crazy. So yes, long history, <laughs> long history, and uh, you know, still going. But it's so cool to see you know where it's gone, where you've taken everything and gone from there. Thank and, you. Uh, 
Yeah, man. I just, uh, you know, I tried, I was trying to write things down. And like you said, we have so much history. I was like, I don't even know what to do. I, like, <laughs> I, um, and it was funny too. I was writing in my phone and I was like trying to put your name in and, uh, it was like auto-correcting and it kept making your name Dylan Franchise. I don't know why. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of like a rapper name that or like, <laughs> you're like, yo, Dylan Franchise, we out here. I think if I lived in Atlanta more, that yeah. I probably would have made myself a that super EDM dubstep. name. Or, yeah. yeah, that would have been such a dubstep <laughs> Dylan name. Dylan Franchise. Oh my or you God. could start like the Dylan Franchise. No, like, I'm not doing it. When you get older, you're just this like, hurts me. franchise yourself out. You this know? sounds so bad. <laughs> This is, you, like, so not me. <laughs> yeah, it's the Dylan franchise. Yeah. What can I say? It's like Chick-fil-A. You no. just, you know, have a bunch of Dylans <laughs> every night. You're just DJ Hansel and then everybody That'd else. That'd be nice, actually. Yeah, you can make extra money, you know. <laughs> they get benefits. Like, There's this know. guy, Adam Sinclair, that looks exactly like me. So oh. I could hire he him could out be to the just first be Dylan. One. Yeah. The Dylan franchise. Yeah. <laughs> just the first one. And then he finds more and more people that look like me. Yeah. That's his mission. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I'll show you a picture. Okay, please. Because there was there was a video. The way that I found this out was there's a video of him dancing at EDC one year, and he's like he's really going in. It's 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 super funny. And everyone thinks I, it's you. Everyone was tweeting at me, being like, "Dude, I didn't know you were in the crowd at EDC." <laughs> I watched the video and I was like, "Yo." Was I drinking me? last night? Like, no, I didn't go to EDC. Oh, my God. It, it was that much of a mind fuck where yeah. I was like, holy shit, this guy looks exactly like me. Um, oh, dude, one more thing about the Vegas thing I just thought of, too, is that when I, I, I always kind of wondered, because some of the same people that were running Dre's when you were like, fuck you, I quit, were running excess yes. and the places that you end up getting the residency in Vegas. I always thought that was funny. <laughs> Did you guys ever talk about no. that? No, 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 no. I, I, because I, because when I saw, I was like, I, I, part of me thought, do they even know that? I don't think they know. I that. don't think I don't they, know, think they that. know that. I swear to God, which is even more of the movie part of it. <laughs> that like, you're like, watch this. I'm gonna sign a deal and make so much money <laughs> off you guys, and you're gonna think I'm the best person. I'm the person that said, "Fuck you, I quit." Like three years ago, you know, or like they definitely don't ago. even remember that. They definitely, I don't when I said, fuck do. you, I quit. They're probably like, where the fuck is the lighting guy? <laughs> right. That's, Dude. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> if he just does his hair like you now. Yeah. That's so funny. If I, if I shaved, I look exactly like him. That's amazing. Like, even with a beard. Like you could look at that pretty quickly and just be like, oh, that's Dylan Francis real quick, but looks a little different, but still him. Yes. Fully could get away with it. That's so funny. I know I get tagged in anything with curly hair. Like it can like be the completely different looking person. They're like, bro, I thought this was you. And I'm like, it's, it's like just four hundred pound curly. Yeah, anyone curly or like kind of Jewish. You know, what I mean? they're just like, yo, is that you, curly hair Jewish? I'm like, no, it doesn't look like me at all. Like, but th I mean, it looks horrible. <laughs> I guess thanks. Is know. this racist? <laughs> yes. I think it, it kind of is. Yes, yes. I think it is, but I'm used to it. No. <laughs> um, all right. What do we talk about here? Well, look. You tell me. First, man. well, you know what? I So like I said, I was going through your songs. Yeah. And crazy thing is we keep talking about the past to the future. Dude, but that. Go in on the um, past. Get Low is about to be 10 years old. Right? Really? I think so. I mean, it looks like 2014. Holy shit. Am yeah. I wrong? No, I mean, you're right. And it's going to be 2024. So No, you're right. Because I was like going through it. I'm like, okay, well, this shit's newer. And I'm like, oh shit, it's almost 10 years old. But wow. Like, 
you know, that's some some of your songs still kill it. And even I was saying like that. What is it? One of the first remixes you made. That's, You're making me go uh, back and just make CSS sure. remix. Maybe I'm yeah, wrong. No, I'm, that one I, I saw that in the play. I saw that in the folder, and that is I can still, still one of my favorite remixes that, that I've like, ever made. Certain events, you know, and that's it, awesome. It sounds really dope. And some of the Moombaton ones, I was like going back and listening. I'm like, oh, this sounds so dope. I want to like bring it back in, dude. I I mean, I'm I'm doing a Moombaton night at the Mayan. If you want to come, it's literally oh, really? all Moombaton. It's December first. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, let's talk about it. That's part of your LA takeover yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah. And we're just only playing all the old Moombatone records oh, from back incredible. then. that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I feel like I was. Yeah, you're right. 2014. 2014, right? Fuck, that's crazy. And I was trying to remember, like, I got booked to DJ at the these events for, I think it was for Monster Energy Drink or something during yeah. um, the Vancouver Olympics. And we were like on Grouse Mountain or like doing this whole thing. And I and I remember Mike B was up there, Dave Nada and all them. And it was almost like the genesis of Moombaton. Yeah. Cause they were like playing like Dave Nada's like, yo, listen to this. I took these songs, I slowed them down, and I put it, and we were like up on this mountain in the middle of nowhere, like <laughs> probably like getting high and like nobody was up there. It was just like snow and us and DJs and <laughs> Um, I remember we got stuck, all these things, but he was playing all that stuff. That was the first time I heard that sound. Yeah. And then I feel like it slowly started spreading through the Yeah, SoundCloud era. It was yeah. so crazy to watch that, like, or to see that happen. Because I remember they went to Ultra as well, and they kept, like, they kept tweeting it. And I kept thinking they were talking about that Afrojack remix. And I thought they, I thought Dave was just obsessed with that Afrojack oh, remix. Oh, right, right. He's like Moombatone. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck this guy, like, <laughs> right. it's, it's a, it's, it's a good remix. It's not <laughs> right, like right. this good. Yeah. Yeah. But then I remember finding Moonchi's music. Cause once Dave uploaded it to SoundCloud, Moonchi from Rotterdam, he, he like, he was making reggaeton at the time. And then when he heard it, he like instantly went and made his own EP. Yeah. And then from him making his EP, then Somehow we got in touch. I found his EP. Then I went in and made my own EP because oh, okay. I was like, his is so fucking good. This is the coolest genre I've ever heard. Yeah, his was unreal. And it I like mean, his lit up on stuff and his, his uh, that was it was the first really dope, high quality trap, you know, yeah. EDM trap, whatever stuff I heard was from him and Moombaton. It was like, what is this? Yeah, like, this guy's unreal. Insane. And he was so mysterious. No one knew him. Everybody seemed like they knew each other, but he's just like, <laughs> dude, popping up. <laughs> He was the funniest. I remember meeting him at Hard Summer. Yeah. Because he he went up with Wes and or with Diplo, sorry. Um, <laughs> and they played a song and after they were done, we were like hanging out in the green room area. And I kept trying to talk to him. And he kept his headphones on. And he already like can't hear that well, right. I think. So I was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And he'd be like, What? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. and he would put it back on. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, anyways, blah, 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 what? And just like, he like it was such an awkward experience right. with him where he's like, I don't know if this guy wants to talk to me. Is he like putting his he's headphones like ending on? Ending the conversation yeah. every time. But he seemed interested. Right. It was, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. I've never met him, but I can imagine people that are that like <laughs> a very never show their it's face. It's like Switch. Right. S switch is like, Switch and Munchie, I feel like are from the, like cut from the same cloth. Interesting. Just very interesting dudes. And that Switch is doing producing all types of yeah. shit now still, right? Yeah. And then I think, well, I think Moonchie worked on the last MIA album. Oh, okay. And is is doing a bunch of random stuff like that as well. Nice. 
Yeah, I saw him put something back out too, like uh, recently. You know, I need to check it out. Yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I because I remember you like when we were saying you would come to my studio and you were making almost like dubstep, but also like trap, but also like you were figuring out your sound, and you've always been able to produce all genres. I think, but then I remember you even saying to me because we were trying to make that song out of my scratching. Yeah. You're like you're like I need to take a minute, like, or I need to take a step back to yeah. like figure out my approach to all this stuff, you know? And it was funny because I'd never heard anyone say that before in a way. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> this guy's like really serious. You know, it made me take you more seriously in a way too. Cause I was like, I respect him. Like usually people are like, yo, let's make a beat or get this money or do it. You know, yeah. I'm just in a rush to be famous or play my song. And you were like, I need to figure out my place in all this, you yeah. know? And then you came back like, this is what I want to make, you know? And it was like, super dope and it was your own sound and it was like you yeah because at, at that time i think i was just like still copying everybody yeah trying to you know the, yes the uh, what what i was like continually doing um which i was just like i remember reading this quote from this author that was like i used to rewrite famous books just so i could feel what it was like to write a hit novel you would so no no this oh. author this so this oh, author okay. would like be on his typewriter and he would write you know, to kill a mockingbird, he would right. write it word for word just to feel what it was like That's to write cool. a hit. Yeah. And so I tried to take that and do it as music where it was like, okay, I'm going to just try to make a Rusco song or I'm going to go try right. to make whatever a flux pavilion song. And that's what I kept doing. And then it was really helpful because it's like, you start to, f- you start to understand structure without being like, oh, I need to understand structure. You're just like, yes. Oh, these are how they're making their songs. I'm going to start making my songs like that. And it right. was so helpful. And I, I think I, I remember that kind of turning point where it was like, all right, I need to stop sounding like everybody else because it's not going to take me f- like far enough as I want to go. Yeah. And I think that's where like me finding out about Moombatone and it was like, all right, this is something really new that I think I can put my stamp on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what I remember too. That's so cool. It's a cool thought process around it, you know, in the rewriting the book and the same thing with scratching. I mean, I would just listen to DJ premier, anyone I loved, And I would just listen to a whole gangstar song, try to recreate the whole thing with the scratches yeah. or, you know, record myself doing it and go, Oh, that's what they're doing. And yeah, you would finally figure out the sound, you and know, the, the, how to move your yeah. hands. Yeah. That's and then still, you I never, <laughs> I never got that. It's, uh, I can only do it with this hand. Really? <laughs> this hand? No. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to do stuff. I think I remember that. Yeah. I think you would. I think I remember you having to swap songs in turtle yeah. mode so that you could then get on the I side. I have certain things with the right and certain things with yep. the left. Yeah. So That's it's so a, funny. It's just the way it goes. Um, but yeah, I guess. So so the Get Low 10 years ago thing, it still sounds so incredible. I was listening to it last night. I can still play it in Vegas and it goes off. You, you want to know? know why? Why we got it double? Ma- I think we got it double mastered. Oh, okay. Like, I think I think it's it like sounds amazing. Not still. what you're supposed to do, <laughs> well, which is worked. like we bounced it. We bounced the stems with a master. I bounced the stems. <laughs> Sometimes that's I, I the best the stems thing. with a master chain on, and then got it mastered from a uh, like a right. legit mastering guy, which I think is fine. Yeah, the, bun up the dance with Skrillex was the funniest song because we had made it. We lost the com- we lost the session, and the drop sounded the best on that. And Skrillex tried to remake it, and it just it wasn't bright enough, in my opinion. And I was like, "Look, this just sounds so good. The kick sounds so good. Like, how do we get back to this? Yeah. Like, can we just try to find the file?" And he's like, "Fuck it, I got an idea." 
and he's like, all right, I, I mix and master the song. Let me know if it's, if it's good. And I was like, yo, this sounds great. I just want to add one thing. Can you just send me the session? He sent me the session and it was literally the old wave of our file <laughs> with the, with the new beginning intro. This is just a wave file. Wow. Even had the sirens on top of just the wave. So we bounced it just with a pro. I think it's a pro L from uh pro L two or whatever from focus. Right. Yeah. It was the like, wait, are we allowed to do this? <laughs> but I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it really another doesn't one matter. that sounds so incredible still. Like, I mean, it, you know, when you play on our big system, it's insane. Yeah. Know? Dude. It also, I mean, it's Skrillex is of just an absolute G when it comes to yeah. mixing and mastering and, and really like, if if any if there's anything to take away from that one session that I did with him, it was like if it sounds good, just do it. Right, doesn't matter. Yeah, there's no don't follow all the rules. Or no, the no, tutorials no. The rules are there to crap. be broken. That's exactly. It. And then if it sounds and good, trust your ears is the end of the day. Right. Yeah, that's because that's the main thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the main thing. Most everyone's relying on. But Serato is one of the best. It's so funny when I was when I was like coming up in the dance music scene, I would yeah. always be like, "Yo, I just need to go and look at." Look at what oh, it looks yeah. like on Serato. Yeah, the and they'd be like, form. what do you mean? And I was like, well, you can see what's happening in your song in the waveform. And now visual mixing is like even more, I think, prevalent in how people are, are mixing and mastering things. Right. But it's so funny that people never used to do that. I think I was the ol- one of the only dudes that would be like, all right, if it looks like a knife party song, which was like fucking bricked. Right. Then I'm then I'm competing with the loudness war. Yeah. Yeah, you guys really made the loudness war next level with the that was not and the bun up the dance. Oh that my was god, you, the that was not master. me. No, don't say that. That was <laughs> I, all the dumbass just to the end. It's so hard to but mix. Yeah, it sometimes. is good. You can see the frequencies yeah. and you can see what it's going to be like against another song, or even mix them together and go, oh, it sounds low when I exactly hit, go to the other one. No, it's it it, it, it was so nice having it's a that. good test. Um, so with Get Low, like, well, so how did, you know, you've worked with so many dope people, DJ Snake, obviously Diplo a million mm-hmm. times, but uh, <laughs> Skrillex, and I mean, so many, all the greatest people, I feel like, you know, <laughs> and I think that's because they respect you and they know you're a real, I mean, like we were talking about, you are a real producer, I mean, but you care about it so much, you love it, you're able to produce so many different genres and tempos and somehow, like, you know, you're able to sort of be this ridiculous, funny guy on social media, but still somehow genuinely be yourself. Yeah. And I feel like you do that with music too. You're able to be like, I'm making all different kinds of shit, but it sounds like me. So you've like honed in on that somehow. I appreciate that. You know, yeah. And um, I think that's why so many people gravitate towards you. And, um, you know, and you've done so good at not taking, at like, doing social media nonstop, but not taking it so seriously, yeah. you know, and like, but still being out there and still being genuine, but also just being like totally ridiculous and being like, I don't give a fuck. I just felt that way ever. Like, I don't know. Yeah. We're just nerds behind a computer. Right. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to walk out to a respace and think that I'm like, yeah, fucking Terminator. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's a lot of Terminators now. But. There's a lot of Terminators. <laughs> Which what? is fine. But I don't know. I just, I can't, it doesn't feel right to like not take myself seriously because right. I was always just a class clown. So I've yeah. just taken that all to, well, to social media. That's great. That was yeah. some, I asked questions on the internet and a lot of the people were like, you got to ask him about that. The, the social media plan. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> think there's a plan. I think no. he's just being himself and having fun and mixing like doing dumb skits with that, like, that's you know, it. It's like trying to figure out music. Cause I've always like, I think as I've grown up, like one of my favorite things 
I think for like any advertisement that I've ever watched that I've ever gravitated towards would be like Old Spice commercials or something like that. Yes. Like they always had the funniest, best commercials that maybe be like, I don't know if I'm going to go use that brand, but I like them more just because they're right. self-aware enough that this is like, this can be fun. Um, so I've, I guess from being a kid and just watching those, I've always been like, if I'm, if I was ever going to promote something, I would want to do it that way where it's like, it's something that's, that is offering you more than just whatever that product is. Like you can still laugh at it and not have to go listen to the product in, yeah. at the end of the day. And even from like watching skate videos when I was younger, I always felt like I loved watching the skate videos, loved watching all the tricks, but there was like all that interstitial content between yes. like old Baker videos of just like, damn, these guys are so fun and so funny. Like this reminds me of my group of friends. Yeah, that's I, true. So like taking it from those old skate videos. Yeah, I used to watch, it is a skater attitude. Like you yeah. know, that you have a, an approach to it. I guess. Absolutely. That's true. Dude, I'll never forget watching skate videos though. <laughs> With my friend Dean and be like, we got to go skate right now. Let's go. Nine stair. <laughs> oh, we get yeah. to the nine stair and we're like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Let's go do kickflips on grass. <laughs> right. Yeah. They made it look so <laughs> they easy. They made it look so easy. And then I you get out there and you're like, fuck. Yeah. I was watching. And I mean, I was like, you know, I'm older. So like we were watching those things. I was probably nine or 10 years old and I would just go out and just knock my teeth out. Like <laughs> definitely like went out, both I, my front teeth in the ground, gone. Yep. Then like couple months later whole face blood i was like so then i stopped trying to do those stare things i realized that was not my specialty i think that's what i luckily had that happen before i tried it because every time we would watch it and then we would get out there and i'd be like dude i'm gonna break my leg like yeah this just doesn't seem like the risk reward is gonna be good yeah. enough for me i don't think i'm ever gonna go pro <laughs> no. this is just trying to be cool for my friends you know I'm, I'm gonna stick to just filming yeah and i just remember i just stuck to filming and taking photos and yeah, they sucked. I, that's better. I know. I was like, I just want to be the background guy. I'll like make them yes. laugh and try to do an ollie. You exactly. Know? Like, Yo, let me see your deck real quick. <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing. Check this out. And you're like getting this much off the yeah. ground. Yeah, I've been scooping my foot forward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I know. My kid, now I have a kid and I'm like, yo, don't do that dangerous shit. You know, he's like, can you even ollie? I'm like, yeah, check it out. Yo, where do you think this happened from? Yeah. Come Check on, this man. out. <laughs> He's trying to get me to ride his like hoverboard and shit. I'm like, yo, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, yeah. Those will those I, will do damage. Yeah. Serious damage. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to go DJ, man. You know, no. gonna, I got to make money for us. How old are you? Uh, 45. 45. Yeah. I thought you were, I thought you were closer to my age. I'm 36. No. Okay. So I'm no, I'm like what? 10 years older. That's I guess. nine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nine years old. I can do so. math. Yeah. Well, having a kid has taught me. I don't know math. <laughs> he's in fifth grade and they're like bringing it home. And like, I don't know, like he shows it to me and I don't want to show chat him. GPT. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I swear to God. And I felt like an idiot and I didn't want him to see me doing it. Cause it was like crazy. I'd never seen anything no, like man. it. Like we need, we're music encyclopedias. Come to us and ask whatever old what song you want. Yeah. We can, we are who sampled as a human. Thank you. But okay. the math, not no, happening. like it was, Dude, it had parentheses. I, and said, I gotta use a tip calculator oh my god i still <laughs> yeah, i don't too. like every time i get i'm like wait hold on what do i do again do i i double the tip wait what's the tax again and then i'm yeah. like no hold on i just got to get my tip calculator out me too and then Fuck i'll this. put a little bit extra yeah no i did i because I, I looked i put i put it into the calculator and it worked and then i could he goes why 
And I'm like, oh, God, this is not good. So I was like, hold on. I'm going to figure it out. But I'm like, because I, I don't want him to do that. So I was like, oh, yeah, chat GPT. I'm like, how do you explain? Yeah, because it didn't And then I copied and pasted it. And it was like, you do this. And then I go, I copied and pasted that out of it. I go, here, read this. I'm like, does this help? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay. I go, we should email your teacher. And then let's get a the tutor. End. Yeah, we definitely got the tutor. <laughs> yeah. At 11 a.m. Sunday. I was like, hey, man, thanks for hopping on the Zoom. So we got these parentheses around the numbers. What do they mean? You know, oh, the guy's man. like, you're an idiot. I remember those. Yeah. I still don't. What, are, what do those mean? I don't know. Okay, no, cool. it was at. We don't need to. Dividing or multiplying or. Do you multiply in it and then whatever it is squared yeah. outside, it beca- then you multiply. Uh, right. Anyways. But then they were doing fractions and decimals and trying to trick you. And I was like, please. Wait. I'm like, I can do the essays and the English and the music. And, you want to know something funny? I passed my Algebra 2 class by writing an essay on why I shouldn't have to take the Algebra 2 final. That's Because genius. I had too much. I, was, I went to art school. Yeah. So I embellished a bit and was like, look, I've been trying to get into college. And like, I've been, I, I mean, I was. Right. I applied to Cooper That's- Union and like all these other colleges and I didn't get in. But I, I like explained this whole thing where I was like, I've been working on my art portfolio, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like I did not study for this. Please do not flunk me. I need to pass, blah, 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 blah. And it worked. And I got a fucking C minus. <laughs> I didn't answer one question. That's a nice teacher. Dude, he said, rest in peace, Mr. Russell. He passed away. Oh, he, he was a football player. He was the nicest math teacher ever. Amazing. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I cannot believe I, I got that C minus because yeah. I was like, so I mean, all in the line. Because plus, once I left school, I was like, I'm done. Finally, I never yeah. have to think about this again. And then I didn't realize that when you have a kid, you're back in the home. <laughs> you're going to have to think about all that yeah. again. And then, and then I look like a total idiot because he thinks I know everything. And I'm like, no, this you're going to find out. I mean, I had tutors growing up, though. I got him the tutor. Yeah, yeah you're but, good. But during the homework night, it's yeah. like a lot. You know, like we're... I can imagine. Yeah. So I uh, I mean, you know, I'm, it's dad life. I, I listened to your album. I... I took my son trick-or-treating last night. Nice. Got him to bed and listened to your whole album right after. <laughs> so that's true dad life. <laughs> How was and that? Then, Did you get turned up? I got super turned up. I got turned up, baby. <laughs> I was in my living room like, boom, 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 You know, like I was oh like breaking mirrors and like I woke him Yo, up. fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck up. Yeah, I got fuck him. Math. I woke him back up. It was like, you know, we had a mosh pit. It was, he was on my shoulders. We broke this chandelier. My wife got pissed. Was, like, you got to stop doing this. <laughs> yeah. She's like, this is the 10th time. No, but they also like his school. He had a, he went away to a sleepaway camp. Oh yeah. You went to Astro camp. camp. Yeah. yeah, yeah I went morning. to Astro camp when I was oh, younger. Oh, you did. I okay, never. Awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Really cool. He's, so he's great never time. done that anything ever. And the, for some reason, the school decides like, let's do Halloween the craziest night ever when you're then a kid. Go straight and then to that. 8 a.m. meet us at a park and put him on a bus. So like, how long has he gone for? Just two days, but it was just like a lot, like trying to do that and then packing this whole bag. Yeah. And you know, my wife was like, "We're doing packing cubes and like, don't talk to me." Whoa, like any packing like, cubes? Oh, she went crazy like, for a kid. And then I felt bad because I'm like, it's way too big the bag. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? And she's like, I'm gonna kill you. And I was like. 
and I just had to tell myself like stop. Talking, like, stop you no, know, no, I'm out, I'm out. And then we show right, up. We should do and, pike like, and cubes. Kids had bags like they could have gone away for like a year. Like they had really? way bigger bags. Like they can't even bigger than the kid themselves. Oh my and she's god! Like, See, I told you, and I was like, I'm sorry. I needed to <laughs> shut up at all times. Like <laughs> I got told you, like I had no say in my wedding, or I can't talk about packing. Or, wait, wait, you know. is this, this is on uh, what's it called? Um, Catalina, right? No, no, it's in Idlewild. Oh, okay, yeah, Catalina. I think it was on Catalina. Catalina does have another thing, I think. Some camp that I went to. there, but I yeah. definitely went to Astro Camp, which Astro was Camp's awesome. Idlewild, little drive, but but yeah, kind of weird. I mean, I've he's just gone. I can't email Dude, he's gonna him, be, talk to him. He's or, gonna be so stoked. You got to oh send God. him something. You got to send him a well, little care no package. There's no time because he's back Friday. Oh, okay, never mind. So it wouldn't. You can get there. Maybe. Well, I bought shoes for him from Goat, so and they're arriving oh, nice. today, so that'll be better. He gets to come home. Yeah, to he gets to come home to that way too expensive shoes. Yeah, that, it was his birthday last <laughs> week, so you know. That's, what do you? What'd you get him? The shoes. Yeah, what shoes? Oh, what he wanted. They're called Why So Sad. I don't know. They're like SB Dunks. They were like way are they too SB expensive. Dunks that they're are blue like Joker. Really? Mm-hmm. Why so sad? No, oh, no, that why so cool. serious was his thing. Yeah, my bad. No, they're they're. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, I get this. Dude, I mean, SB Dunks back then, back when I was younger, yeah. I used to go to Hot Rod on Westwood and just go into that store and just, like, want to buy, like... Because remember, there was all the skaters that had, like, yeah. the duck on the side or the the shamrock This one. has, a, like, a pigeon or something? or But it's funny because oh, he was I trying to I've... explain to me. He's like, you don't know about SB Dunks. And, like, I probably bought the first pair ever made. Actually, like, I would yeah, go to Supreme skated. when it was just a skate store yep. and i would buy sb dunks there you know he doesn't know and he's like well, i'm like it's skateboarding shoes he's like no it's Dude, we not. were on fairfax before fairfax was fairfax exactly okay. yeah and canters tell him there tell him baby these ones i remember one time i went to a party on anybody. fairfax and uh we we met paris hilton and she was on mushrooms and she we did a shot with her that's hilarious. She was, was probably like, going to the dime. Like she used to go sick. to the dime. They're, yeah. Yes, it was the dime. Yeah. Because she would go there. Like yep. Mr. Best would be DJing. Paris Hilton was there. Dude, these are sick. They're they're really dope. Oh, well, he has good taste. I mean, yeah, it was either does. those or these other ones, but uh, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, I can't wear those though. My back. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, my back's too fucked up. Well, I got him these. I went to New York and I got these for myself and then I bought him. Uh, are those the, good for your back? Probably not. <laughs> I have, what do you I, have? Sketchers? No, these are like APLs. I, <laughs> I work out in these. These are comfy. But uh, but like I'll like wear on shoes or something like that. Oh, those Dude, are good. I, those I messed are up my back up. from doing uh, CrossFit. I, my Ooh. L2 and L4 is like oh, a little bit uh, slipped. So it, it sometimes gets a little. Yeah. I have to go to like the chiropractor that does that. It's basically a bench that like moves. Oh, so it slowly moves your back up and down to like okay. release tension and let the discs kind of right. move back. Oh God, old All right, people you're shit. Getting me to not do CrossFit then. <laughs> Don't I do, went to dinner last don't. week or a couple weeks ago. And we was like some dinner where they invited a bunch of people, and the guy next to me was like, "I'm a chiropractor," but he was like an Instagram. Like he seems like he's one of those oh, people on yeah. Instagram had a lot of followers and shows like what you do. And I feel like that's the the people you shouldn't go to, right? At least that's how I, I feel. I, yes. I'm sorry to tarnish his business, but it's know. like I don't think he listens to this. But I that's my thought too. Yeah. I don't want you showing also because then he told me a story immediately. I just met him. He's like, man, other guy coming in is 520 pounds, and I was like, how? How do you chiropract that? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh man, it was crazy. Like I had to 
I, I thought the table was going to break because it doesn't hold that much weight. And then I'm like, can you imagine? Like, and he's Dude, like, I had to push all, do all the stuff. And I'm like, how? Like a jackhammer. Like, that's almost on the, like, do you could be eligible for that show? My six, my yeah, 600 pound life. 20. Like, how do you even? That's crazy. I mean, I guess if you're a chiropractor, you just have to take what you get, you know, especially if you're an Instagram chiropractor. Yeah, we're. And anyways, okay, sorry. Not, no, 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 no. I'm on a chiropractor. There's talk. more like there's so many thoughts in my head, but he's not here, so I can't ask. I know, him. I didn't too. I just and I didn't know him that good. I was like, I, I'm gonna say something like offensive, so I was exactly. like, whoa, man. Like I did. That's cool. Anyways, so how's the water? Yeah, what's that chicken parm like? All right, yeah, that was. Uh... All right, let's talk about music stuff. <laughs> Um, well, before we talk about your album, okay. what I was saying with the Get Low was just, uh, you've done other so- songs with Snake, right, too? Or just, is that the only one? I think that's the only one. And were you guys, my question was somewhat about the music, but also, have you ever seen his eyes? Does yes. he always yes. have glasses? I've seen his eyes. I have pictures of him without his glasses okay. on. Him and little he John does not, are like the ultimate. He does not like to be seen without his glasses on. No, he doesn't. No. Same with Little John. That's why yeah. I turned down for what was such a hit because they're the double, double glasses, glasses guys. Yeah, Little John doesn't like to be seen without his glasses. No, definitely not. Yeah. I don't think either of them care if they can see and it's a pitch dark. They're still wearing it. I don't understand. Like, it is hard to see. Oh, it's hard. It's really hard. I, I think it's a, you know. I also don't wear glasses. Do you wear glasses a no, lot? No. no. See, me neither. I think it's just us. Right. Well, it's a vibe thing. Well, we've had about. I feel like I'm like blunt. Like I'm. I know. I'm messing with my vision to where I'm gonna like hit things for sure. I can't. I've tried to do it for like costumes. Even during like, the sun. <laughs> right. Even during the sun times. During the sun. <laughs> I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, during you know? the sun. Yeah, when it's it, not even it, daytime. <laughs> like when people are like, "Are you coming out today?" I go, "I'm here during the sun." I'm only here during the sun, man. Listen. I don't go out during the moon. I'm here during the sun. Not, not the moon times. <laughs> Only during the sun time will I come out with glasses on, but it'll hurt. I love going to the beach during the sun. That's my main part. I, besides that, I'm out. The second the, <laughs> during the sun's out. Then I'm so, out. So, yeah, but it is hard. I can't even DJ. We're like, yeah, if I'm doing a day club, I'm like, let's go. I'm cool guy. Nope. And then I'm like constantly like, what is that? I can't yeah, see that. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm so glad I we can't. feel the same way. Yeah. But then people have come here and done the podcast with glasses on. Weirdly, that's the ultimate hater. People will write in like, who does this fucking guy think he is? <laughs> fucking James Hype. And I'm like, he was actually really nice. Like, he just wore glasses the whole time, you know? And they're like, why? Like, that's the ultimate YouTube comment. He's just like, this, who does this guy think he is? Blocking his it. eyeballs. I'm yeah. like, why do people get so mad about it's like the someone not taking the off their shoes when they come into your house? <laughs> I guess. I mean, or taking off their sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, people, if they wear their sunglasses, there's been about four people. And like, that's been the ultimate. Dude, I feel the same way. Fuck people them. Tech, yeah, fuck anyone that wears fuck sunglasses. anyone that here. wears their sunglasses <laughs> and doesn't take them off for you. I'm going to bring in a super crazy light. You should. So as soon as they do it. Just I to just, utilize them. And be like, that's why they have to have them on. <laughs> yeah. I have a huge strobe light right here that's it's just, just And they never the know when it goes on it's a laser <laughs> they're dilated they came from the optometrist you know james hype he's very into his eyes yeah he is yeah he's uh eyes then djing yeah eyes then a lot of buttons a lot of buttons <laughs> a lot yeah a lot he's he, he's great um <laughs> he's great never seen his eyes never seen his eyes i don't think he has them <laughs> no i think he just no. is all feeling yeah he just that's how he does but it. he's not blind no no He's he's just doesn't have eyes. No, not at all. 
It was funny. I saw him posting. He's like, we're doing a show with no phones. But then they were posting all these videos from it. And I was like, how did you do that? <laughs> I, 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 I do, I do like, like the no phone thing. I'm not talking shit. No, no, no. I, 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 I mean, it, it, uh, there always is like a con- <laughs> a contradiction to, right. the, to those things. Because right. if you are posting something that the whole reason for what you just said is, is mute. You just because, told me that on a phone. Yeah. But yeah, and everybody gets big from people filming it on their phone at yeah. this point. But I understand there's the whole thing of the... Everyone wanting them to be in the... Mo- I don't know. Yeah. You're battling You're battling a person's phone or they're reading an email or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it is true. When are you going to really go and watch that back? Maybe yeah. like two times. <laughs> right. That's well, a it. lot of the... Sometimes I do things and I realize like I'm DJing for Instagram. Like I was yeah. doing... That's like this floor room, this lounge I do, and like Saweetie's in there, and they're like, Saweetie's here, you know, and their friend comes up, like, will you play some of her songs? And like, you know, they're having fun, but they were just like this, like chilling in this corner thing. Yeah. And then I put on, I do, I actually came up with a cool little mix I was doing. I was like scratching her <laughs> song over this like Paul Mond, like I'm a piano remix of Tom's Diner, because her oh, song sick. samples Tom's Diner. Yeah. And it, he had this dope one. He was like, do, 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 do. So I was scratching her like, we going to turn up at the party. Like <laughs> over and over. And I'm like, she probably doesn't even notice. But I, I the song kicks in. Love it. And you see them all rush to the front of the booth. And there's there wasn't that many other people partying. So like they put the phone up like high. <laughs> and then they're just like, oh, 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 like partying. So you could, it looks like it's the ultimate party. Yeah. And then like then the, the 15 seconds ends and then they just are like, they, all right. And they go back to the no. seat. Yeah. And they're still having fun, but it wasn't no, like know. it wasn't like the level of, I know. you know, when you put a camera on someone, it's like. It changes. Yeah. It changes what's happening. Yeah. it's They're having way more fun. Exactly. When the camera, like even when you tell the crowd, like, "Hey, we're taking a picture." Yeah, like, then they go, like, "Oh yes!" <laughs> right, and then like, "Okay, cool, that was good." All right, we're back. All right, we don't really care. I'm chill. Yeah, glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your album, yes, this mixtape. Wait, is what were you going to ask about? Get low though. I don't, I don't know. think we ever got I think to just it. Just his eyeballs. Oh, you. Oh, that was it. <laughs> no, just I was just gonna talk about being in a session with him, what it was like, and yeah, just how you guys got the song to sound so dope and and transcend to be able to play it at this point still. And I went to. I guess just how that session came about and what went into making the song. Um, he sent me the sample before, which was like the timbala sample. I think those are timbalas, but it was like the percussive sample. Oh, okay. Dun, 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 Not dun, the like. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. No, yeah. And then he sent me like a, a shitty version of that. Okay. And, um, and the drums were like, were very basic. And basically we built up the whole song from that and, um, did the and then, um, fixed up the second drop to just basically be like crazy super saws. But that melody was, he, he'd already written that melody. Okay. Um, and, uh, what's it called? And then we finished the song and I found this sample for, I think it was like, Oh man, I forgot the, uh, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name, but it was like some old, like, 70s sample that was like get up out. but it was really bad but we were like we don't have anything right now so let's just put it there yeah and see if it works live so we started playing it live and like it was so weird it was such a bad sample so i was like all right i've been wanting to do this song 
with Flashadamus that where I I was like get 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 low when the whistle go. And I was like we don't have a whistle, but I think it'll work, <laughs> and then we can repeat it. So I basically, if you listen to the song like pitched up four semitones, it's my vocal. It is. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, just pitching it up. But it's like me going like get 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 low because <laughs> I pitched it up I think four, and then you can pitch it down and it and it'll sound good. Right. If you do that. And and then I sent it to him and he was like, yo, this is perfect. Done. Let's put it out. Amazing. And I don't like I think we knew we were making something really cool. Yeah. Um, But I, I think there was nothing more beyond that of like, yo, we have a hit record or yo, this is going to, you know, yeah. be in Fast and the Fear. Like we didn't we were just like. This was so fucking fun. Yay. Right. I mean, it lives on now. Yeah. Through movies, sports, games. Yeah. I feel like it's played everywhere. Vegas still. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's crazy that it, that it, like, I also think that it, it, when we put it out, it did well. Um, And then when Fast and the Furious put it in there, that's when it was like, whoa, this record, like, yeah, took on a life of its own that we didn't expect to happen. Right. Um, And that's, that was something that was really cool that like also just shows the power of, of, I guess, franchises or just, you know, music being featured in, in TV and film where it can really, I mean, this has happened time and time again, like in stranger yeah. things, how there's the Metallica, um, right. He plays Metallica, I think. Um, was it Metallica? Yeah. Yeah. He plays master of puppets and that like fucking shot that song back up to being oh, right. like number one. It's always so yeah. cool to see then when, when that happens, I mean, even, even the what's it called? Um, Running up that hill, like yeah, it did that that and, was um, a fucking crazy. Yeah, where every DJ Matt. and their mom started remixing that song <laughs> to the point where you're like, "Is this?" What and we then old Outcast the videos came up of of Big Boy being like, "Yeah, man, that's my favorite artist right, right there." Yeah, <laughs> you're like, "Whoa, Big Boy, holy shit!" There's a soft side to you. Oh yeah, I mean, when I first met Little John, he was like, "I used to." He's like, I used to just go to 80s clubs and go crazy and listen to Bauhaus and like all wow. this stuff. Yeah, when I met Lil John, like I was DJing in New Orleans and I was doing the Reggie Bush's after party of like oh my God. the first home game of the New Orleans Saints after Hurricane Katrina. Holy and shit. I'd never been to a football, NFL football game in my life. And I get to go <laughs> to this game. I don't know. I'm, I think like U2 played or Coldplay or something. Oh my in the, God. I, I forget who it was as the the halftime thing. And then I go to this club and we're in New Orleans. So like your set starts at three. I was like three in the morning. I'm like, what the yeah. hell? So like I go and I'm DJing. Like, Little John's here. And I remember I had a mix where I would take snap your fingers and then I would cut it to the acapella and I'd put Khalees on bossy because it oh, sounded similar. Yeah. Like beep, beep, beep. Yeah. And then I would cut that and I would go to pour some sugar on me because the guy oh, from wow. pour, Jeff Leopard would go, dun 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 hey but it sounded identical to the little john hey on the snap your fingers and so i would take that part and i would be like snap and i'd do it over and i go hey 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 like see this right here <laughs> that was that's you know. so sick and so i'm thinking in my head like little john is gonna fucking hate this but i have to do no, it I bet you he know fucking came so up like, and was like i do what it the fuck? i'm like gotta pull it off boom do it this huge dude comes over to me he's like what up i'm i'm john's bodyguard little john's bodyguard he he really wants to meet you. He thought that was really dope, like what you did. And he's yes. like, I was like, okay. He's like, he wants to get your info or something. So, like, I don't really know what happened after that. I don't think I met him. And then you didn't. Well, well, so somehow, or maybe I did, or maybe I gave it. But 
But then that was it. And I was like, that was so cool. Like, I got wow. a story. He heard it. He liked it. I'm done. And then I went to the airport the next day to fly back to L.A. And I look. And he's just, like, right there sitting. <laughs> and I, so I was like, oh, shit. So I started coming over. And the huge guy stops me. He's like, bro, get the fuck out of here. You know, like, who are you? And I go, no, I'm the guy from last night. And he's like, I go, I'm the DJ that did the <laughs> mix that you talked to. And he goes, John. And then John's like. Oh shit! Like, and he—I've t- heard him tell this story too. He's like, "Yeah, this nerdy white guy is coming over. Like, who the hell is this guy?" And so he obviously had the same thought, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I talked to him. He's like, "Oh man," he's like, "You know, I used to DJ, and I just got this thing called Serato, and I want to learn it. Will you teach me how to do it?" Oh wow! And he goes, "You live in LA?" I go, "Yeah, I'm flying home now." He goes, "Oh, I got a house in LA, you know, off Highland, this and that." He goes, "Come over to my house." I'm like, "All right." So we exchange info, probably like sidekick days or yes. something. Yes. Oh my god! And you know, it was pre all that, and then what's that, your aim? <laughs> yeah, I think it was aim, and and then we uh, go home, and I'm like, "I'll never talk to this guy again." And the next day, he's like, "Come over," and I was like. On my way. So, like, wow. I came over to his house, and I had my Serato, and he's like, how do you use all this stuff? And that's when he started telling me. He's like, he's like, you know, I I grew up listening to The Cure and, and 80s music, and I would go to 80s clubs and go dancing and, like, yeah. all this stuff. And and so I showed him, like, look, there's acapellas and things, and you can blend it. And so then I remember coming back over, and he's like, I, I made a mashup. I put Red Hot Chili Peppers with this. And he was, like, so excited, like, yeah. freaking out. And he's like, we need to make a mixtape. Oh my god! And I was god. like, all right. And so we formed a group, and we we were called. We made a MySpace page called Rockbox, <laughs> yes. and we made a rock mixtape and an '80s mixtape. And there's still I ha- and I printed up CDs. I got we had we like made hundreds and hundreds yeah. of CDs and our MySpace page. And you know they're not the best mixed things because I was just at his house and he had some guy recording and I'm trying yeah. to do it. It wasn't how I would do it. That was before Serato had record in oh, the program. Yeah. yeah. We were doing it in pro tools with yeah. some guy that didn't, and he's yelling over it and like, but it was so much fun and so oh cool. My God, that's and amazing. then I think we did the opening of Tau beach together and we started, we went on this tour, we went to Mexico, went to Detroit <laughs> and Chicago and New York. And we would do these gigs with like four turntables. Oh my God. You know? And he would down Patron and of get course. on the mic and like halfway through just not even be DJing anymore. But he was a dope DJ. He he cared about it so much. He yeah. loved it. And now you see where that's led to. I mean, yeah. he's the other person in Vegas that's had these insane long residencies. And, yeah. And I would tell him, I was like, dude, you could be Fat Man Scoop times a million. He, like, I because mean, you're yeah. DJing, you have the voice, you have the songs, you have hit songs that we're playing already. You yeah. know? And now they're coming Usher's so huge again, yeah. and then it's crazy how it's all coming back. Dude, he's he's so nice too, so nice, such a nice dude. Yeah, but yeah, it, that is so crazy to think about. Like him and Fat Man Scoop have been, and I feel like DJ Khaled as well. Just yeah. like have those voices where, like, instantly when you hear him on a record, you're like, you either get hyped or not hyped. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Usually, it's the 95 percent of the time it's going to be you're hyped. Yes. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. 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 DJ Khaled. I have one of the craziest stories, but I don't think I could tell it on here because <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> There's certain things I probably I definitely signed an NDA about that entire. We'll keep night. it off the pod for <laughs> but now. Yeah, I'll tell you after. <laughs> but it was one of those where like, am I in the dream right now? Like, yeah. And just he was trying to pronounce inauguration for so long, and I didn't know when to correct him. And we were like in this like room, and it was just like 
Yeah. Dude, his videos are so funny. Because I was like, he really can't pronounce accurate. Like, I don't know. But then, Accurate? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And then, so this was inauguration. Was, that was, was a, that a, was a tough one. And it got I to the bet. point where I couldn't pronounce it. I didn't know if I was saying it right. And I was mm-hmm. trying to correct him. But then I felt like an asshole. And then, oh, my God. Chet Hayes was there. A lot was happening. It was, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I'll tell you after. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, okay, so Get Low, we, we went through that. Yes. What about, are there other personal favorite records that you've made? I mean, things that stand out. I mean, you have so much shit. Like, I went on your Spotify. Oh, that was the other funny thing was I, all of your pictures, everything is funny and all this stuff. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go on his Spotify and just find, and you have the most serious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just one serious one. Yeah. This is Dylan Francis. <laughs> You're just like so, so serious. So like, Here you go, guys. You can see it. <laughs> but yeah, I was like. We need to change that one. I'm yeah, going to hit I them was up like, immediately. I would think you would hit up Spotify. Because like, then the thing below it is like you with a potato yeah. and like a thing plugged into it. But then that's like the most serious picture I've ever seen of you on the internet. <laughs> but you so have so funny. many songs in there. Like, I do. I've listened. I mean, like, you know, I'm a fan of yours. Like I said, I've been listening you. since the beginning. I play your stuff always. And you make songs that all open format DJs can play. You know what I mean? Even yeah. your remix of Sweetie, um, that's the one I play, you oh, know, no awesome. matter what, every time. And like so many of your remixes like that, they have a drop, but it's not so... They're almost like it sounds like a timeless drop, I guess. No, no, that's, that well, sense. that's what you always want to make in, in music. I mean, right. I feel like that's like... But it doesn't exist with drops, I guess. Yeah. You know, most of them are cheesy or sound like of the time because yeah. they're all copying each other. And yours just sort of keeps the integrity of the song and just makes it crazier or a different take on the music. But appreciate it, that. it keeps it the same. So I can play that for people that just know that song and they can still keep partying to it. It's yeah. not like they're not like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> you know, screeching. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are all... You know, I love all that stuff. And going through that playlist and going through my computer, I'm like, Jesus Christ, he has so much stuff. I don't even know. And I know so much yeah. of your stuff. No, I mean, I think the fit, like, I think my favorites of my career till now would probably be like top one, Love in the Middle of a Firefight with Brendan Urie. Um, I had always been such a massive Panic at the Disco fan. And, you know, to be able to even talk to him. I don't know how, like, I think we got in touch because of Vine, because he followed me on Vine, because he thought my videos were funny. Yeah. And then through that, we followed on Instagram, and I hit him up one day, and I was like, would you ever want to make music? And he's like, yeah, for sure. And I remember sending him the demo of that record, and he literally sang it in one day. He's like, yo, I was on tour, but I, I put it on my Apple mic, so here's what, here's the idea I have. Are you down? Oh and I was God. like, absolutely, let's do this. <laughs> And, um, so like, that's always been just like such a, like, you know, is this real type of moment where it's like, you know, this, I listen to his music so much, like even meeting you were on tour with blink. I blink such a fucking massive, like they're the reason I make funny music videos or even think that you can be funny and try to make serious music. Totally. Like being friends with Mark and being able to text him about like fucking Diablo four is the coolest thing ever that I would never think would be possible. Right. Like they're uh, to me, I think they're my favorite band that's ever existed ever. Have Just, you ever done a remix of any of their stuff? Or no. With and them? I told them, I was like, yo, any of the stuff you want off of one more time, I'm down and yeah, you would kill it. I, I, I've Are been gonna- waiting for them to ask me for, for something to do, but, but yeah. Um, so I think, those like those are some people um and then what's it called um 
Calvin Harris. Yeah. Calvin Harris, I created Disco, still one of my favorite albums that he did. So good. So good. The best. I love so it. So good. Yeah. And uh and then just like him and Skrillex are kind of the same in terms of people that really understand what they want something to sound like. And working with Calvin was like, I would send him, Hey, here's this update. What do you think? Take out this, this, and this, add this, this, and this, and then, uh, let's see how it sounds. Wow. But it's like so particular that you're like, fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like only another person that was really like that was, um, Residente, which fucking working with him also was like, Wow. Yeah. Because like dudes from Kaya Trece, I never thought in the fucking, I'm so white. <laughs> but you've done so much Latin music stuff. Yeah. I mean, you, did you win a Latin Grammy? Or no, I got, a, I got nominated, nominated for one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Fucking Maluma beat us. But his, 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 uh, or not Maluma. It was, um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the song was really good. Padentro was the music video that beat us. Juan, yeah. 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 The fucking music video was so good. So I was like, you know what? I'm fine with this beating us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I worked with Artikang Hill and, and I mean, that was crazy too. That story is fucking nuts. What, uh, what I was in it? the Dominican Republic. He wasn't even on, like, I didn't even know I could get to him right. as a person to work with. This is before Bad Bunny had even blown up as well, but I was listening to their records because they were doing a bunch of stuff together. Mm. And I was like, fuck, this would be so cool, but I just don't know. So... I had worked with a couple artists and then this, the day we were about to get in the studio, there was a whole blackout in the Dominican Republic, the studio, like they just didn't know when the power was going to go back on. So we're yeah. like, Hey, for right now, we're not going to go to the studio, just right. chill at the hotel and yeah. we'll let you know when, when the power comes back on. And then like 30 minutes later, t- I was with toy selecta, um, who, who basically a and art a bunch of the, the records on, on the, my second album. Mm. And he was like, yo, my friend who's with us is working out in the fucking hotel gym. And guess who's there? It's Arkang Hill. Oh my he God. asked him if we can get in the studio and if you, if he would meet you and he said, yes. So come over to his hotel and we'll see what happens. So I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go go over to the hotel. I, I understand Spanish more so than I can speak it. Right. I can't, I'm like, I'm not great. Um, but everyone's speaking Spanish around and I'm just like this just like hanging out just like waiting to <laughs> like be I'm trying to get to. this conversation yeah. but uh, or just like whatever I'm just like chilling don't know what's going to happen don't know if we were even going to go to the studio because he was just hanging with his friends drinking and I was yeah. like it's probably not what he thought he was going to do today but then I think like an hour and a half goes by and he comes up to me he's like yo so you like make music blah 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 we start talking he's like yo let's go to the studio so we go to the studio and literally stay there till 6 a.m. and finish a song for my album God. And so it was dope. just like out of the, just like right place, right time. Holy shit. How the fuck did this happen? That's amazing. And, um, he was the nicest dude too. And like, we got this other dude, Kimiko Ultra Mega that like randomly came to the studio that was friends with him that he was like, yeah, I'll get on the record too. So it was like, it was just like a match made in heaven. That was yeah. like, holy shit. This, this bad day, the silver lining was that somehow we were able to get in with him. Right. Um, but That's yeah, amazing. It, what do you do in a situation like that? Like, do you have pre-done ideas or are you just like, let's I had just like, make some I had like 30 up? second ideas that are like better for vocalists to hear and be able to get on. And With so I what? Play, like a melody and some drums, just like basic yeah, idea. Exactly. Just super basic idea. And then I would play him. I'd probably like go through 10 of those okay. ideas and be like, which one do you like the best? And then they'll be like, I like these two play those back and forth. 
And then they'll be like, all right, cool. I know I like this one. I have an idea for exactly what I want to do. You can expand on it while they start writing the lyrics and getting the parts and you can exactly go with it. Yeah. That's so cool. And then it was really funny. Like <laughs> they kept telling me, um, sorry, my no, phone is, okay. is being insane. Don't um, no. You can pause it if you no, want. No, 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 no. Uh, I just put it on. Do I, not disturb. I just, me too. That's Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, what's it called? Um, they, they kept being like, yo, so right now what he's saying is uh, like, he wants to be the Ken to her Barbie. And (laughs) they were like, as they were writing the lyrics, they'd be like, are you cool with that? I'm like, dude, do whatever you want. Like, I'm just happy to be here. You you be Ken to his Ken, whatever (laughs) you want here, guys, let's do this. We're here. Barbie, Barbie. Exactly. (laughs) I'll do whatever you want. As long as we get a song out of this, I'm happy. Yes, Yes. That's so cool. But oh yeah, like God. that, that was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what anything, any other stuff. I mean, one of my favorite things to go back to Brendan Yuri was uh, after we had done, like, I think High Hopes had blown or no, not this is before High Hopes. Yeah. But he was like, I'm getting ready to do a second album or not second album, whatever it was. Yeah. He's getting new ready to album. do an album after. <laughs> yeah. New album. And he's like, yo, do you, do you want to come over or no, wait, this is how it happened. Actually, he was on a live stream. And I saw that he was like, it was on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. So it was Instagram live. So I like clicked on it. I was like, yo, Brendan, haven't seen you in a while. I'll miss you. Dude, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, Dylan, what are you doing? I was like, you want to make music right now? And he's like, absolutely. Come over right now. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just do it. Let's That's see. Amazing. And I went over to his house and he had his friend Jake Sinclair there. And he was like, yo, like, let's load up. And I, we made like four songs in two hours. And one of those songs, he was like, yo, we're, we're going to work on this and we'll see what happens. And like, I, ne- I didn't hear back from them for like maybe three months. And then yeah. they were like, Hey man, the song, uh, Hey, look, my made, it's going to be on the album on their album, on their album. Oh my God. I tried to finagle my name in, and they were like, well, no, it's panic at the disc. And I was like, no, okay, I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm happy with the like producer. Credits. Francis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I tried so hard, but, uh, but yeah, they were like, it was just so cool to see like what, what this like original EDM idea that they turned into like a full on pop record. Yeah. Um, and, and just being able to even be a part of that, that was like, I think that was the, my, I think my favorite accolade ever of being like, okay, cool. Yeah. I listened to this band in high school, fucking rinse their records. And now I got to be on one of like their best records. Yeah. Full circle. It's so dope. Yeah, exactly. Big full circle moment of like. All right, cool. That's so. I cool. got to a good point in my career. Yeah, if it all ends here. Um, this could be a good <laughs> this, ending. This is, this is a good ending. Yeah. <laughs> but I love how you're able to produce. Like you have these like almost indie dance, like you know, slower song, maybe 100 BPM or whatever it is. I think because because of like if if you were living in LA, like Mike B was like playing fucking Rapture edits. Totally, um, exactly. Like everything that was happening at Dimock Tuesday, I think like really helped inform the music I make still right. because it would, it, it came from all that indie dance music that, yeah, that was like, I don't know. I don't know if it ever left LA cause I like we're in such a bubble. Right. So there's like certain bands. I don't want to name them cause maybe they were bigger than, and just people are going to make fun of me. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it is crazy that like that Dimock Tuesdays was like such a, a crazy fusion of, I guess, EDM and, and indie music that was of the time. Right. Um, and like, you know, like old, I mean, Valentino Khan's working with Uffy, which I was like, that's so fucking cool. So dope. Like yeah. bringing her back around. I know, I've been seeing her name back around. Yeah, which is awesome. I thought she was like so It's incredible. funny to see, like, because, you know, Mike B, there's this party called Electric Feels now. Oh, no. And it's it's amazing. This guy, Jeremy. I haven't heard of it. 
uh, is a promoter. For I also it. don't go out in LA, so every- totally get it. it it's, <laughs> so they do it at Echoplex and Avalon, and oh, they'll just awesome. sell out. You know, full sold out tickets. And now to their, they tour the country and they go everywhere. You know, Hawaii, and so I, Mike B is like kind of the main person with Jeremy and some, and this guy Mark and. They brought me in to do some of them. So I just did nice San Diego and San Francisco and San Jose. And I did the one here and it's, it's of that, you know, it's cut from the cloth of the banana split and, um, Mac Tuesdays. And, but it's funny to do it because the people coming, I feel like are young. Some of them are 18 and over. And so some of them are like 18 year olds or 22 year olds. So when this music was out, they were like. 10 or eight, you know, so I don't think, so they only know some of it. So I try to do those sets and then some of it, they'll be going insane. And they'll be like, here we go. And you drop another (laughs) one and they're just all like, Mm. and there's, and it's like at a con, it's a concert. So it's not like a dance club. (laughs) So it's like, you know, it was like when I was opening for Blink, like they're staring at you. So if you play one thing wrong, they're all just like, we fucking hate you, you know, get away from us. So you have to just like immediate, you can't just be like looking in your thing like, hmm, you know, I mean, Mike B is the king because he doesn't care about anything he's just like hey nothing phases me <laughs> like he djs off the usb stick but no record box like yeah. he just has a huge no just yeah he's just he has no he just q, fucking adds mp3s no points nothing i was like what are you doing like he just has a Yo, folder that, gives, that that hurts and he murders it. i know he's doing he does. shit i've never seen people do like he was taking vampire weekend the uh, a punk you know yeah and he like put it on like wide, like where you can do the pitch. Yeah. And he puts it down to like one, like BPM. So it's just going, that first note is super stretching. Put the <laughs> reverb on and he has the reverb on like super. So, so we're like in Avalon. It's fucking sold out huge. And he's like, and you, and you kind of recognize like the note of it and he'll have yeah. it on the reverb and he'll just keep starting it over like with the, the pitch up and down. And so the crowd kind of doesn't know what's happening. He's creating this like buildup of just that note. Yeah. And he's like, and then he just goes, gets it up to the zero, somehow turns off the reverb and just starts a song. Wow. And it goes, and everyone's like, oh. And it was like, I was like, damn, son. Like, that's how you freak a CDJ. Like, that was so next level. Like, I was watching him do, and he's like, yeah, I don't even fucking care. Just put this folder and just figure out what I'm going to do. And I'm like, how are you so laid back? Like nothing it's, could it's fade. the weed, man. He He's smokes like so, right? Acid and Does shit he, doing this. Like <laughs> it's the acid, man. Yeah, he definitely. Everyone's smokes fucking weed. I mean, definitely smokes weed and yeah. could be on God knows what. You know, <laughs> just totally fine. With I it. saw him open for Teed, and he was so fucking good. So that good. blows my mind that he's just working off of like this. Yeah. I mean, because I was like, yo, Diplo's the same. When we did our hard summer set, I fucking hated my life <laughs> because I was like, dude, none of these are fucking. On grid, yeah. Like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't even know what that is. No, nah, dude, I just queue it up, and then if it works, it works. But he's exactly the same way. Where what I'm like, hell? dude, how are you so laid back? I have, a, I have like pure anxiety as right. I'm DJ. I'm gonna throw up until the yeah. end, and then I'm like, all right, that was pretty good. <laughs> but, same. but for for them, they're like, yeah, dude, I don't know, like. Whatever happens. I know. I wish I could be like that. How do you live your life like that? I don't know. <laughs> it works. I need to find out. Me too. I need to go to talk to Mike to be. Yeah. <laughs> like now. <laughs> we need to tap in. Yeah. We need your dad to give us some alternative <laughs> medicine. <laughs> I was taking this stuff called Feel Free. Um, that kind of was like that, but then I stopped. Anyways, we can cut that out. No. Well, I'm, no. I'm looking up Feel Free. <laughs> you can look up Feel Free. <laughs> what is it? it it's it's cr- uh, Kratom Leaf. Kratom Leaf. Oh, I've heard of and that. And then uh, Kava Root. 
and you drink half a bottle and it kind of just makes you feel loose. Like if there's ever a social tonic, because I've tried a bunch of other ones where it's like kin and like they make you feel relaxed or like athletic brew is really good because it's like got the hops in it. So it kind of makes you feel a little bit more relaxed and less anxious. Right. Um, But yeah, like the feel free one is one where it actually feels like it's like doing something to you. Right. Like. Okay. Like a, uh, you know. Yeah, I feel like nowadays people give you shrooms, and then you're like, what? They're like, it's cool. You're going to microdose and feel good. And I'm like, next thing I no. know, like, I can't walk away from where I am because I don't want to talk to any other humans. Yeah. I can't talk to anyone around me. I, I feel like you and I are the same when it comes to um, any <laughs> oh other God. drugs. Like, someone I was like, you're not even going to feel this. I'm in Vegas. Next thing I know, I'm I like, want to go to my bedroom and cry. Yeah. And I was like, I want to eat something that makes this go away. Yeah. Like, they don't invent, they haven't invented that yet. <laughs> Why did they just invent the one side? Like, please, there's no go away pill. Like, it's been four hours. I can't talk to anyone. I'm at like Zook nightclub, you know, like staring at the thing. I love like, it also because like all the like microdosing people are like, yeah, dude, it gets rid of anxiety. But for like, some reason, I don't know. The worst. Yeah, why does it give me the worst as well? I couldn't talk to anyone. Like, I was like, yo, this is not getting rid of anxiety. Yeah. I have to like do a like a microdose where yeah. it's like really not anything right. near. And then I don't know if I feel it. Yeah, and there's completely pointless. Who knows if the neurons are are yeah. firing up here? Yeah, I should just drink water. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I just stay hydrated now. Yeah, I just do uh, elements, and I just like I'm, I'm like yeah, dude, sixty milligrams of sodium, baby, let's go. That'll get <laughs> me hyped. Vitamin B D right there. But you are sober. We were talking yes. about earlier, right? Almost two, two years, years now. Almost two years. Yeah. And, and it's, it started, it started from like my girlfriend and I, we, we would go out drinking every now and then, but it would be like hangovers would just be like really bad. Right. And then, well, you're 36. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it, it, as you like, they would just keep getting progressively worse yeah. where you're like, okay, there's no plateau for hangovers. They just uh, uh, like, I don't know, maybe yeah. um, I wasn't drinking enough, but it, the risk reward was just not. Right. I wasn't getting to the drunk point that I wanted to, but I was getting to the horrible hangover that I didn't want to get to. So it was like, okay, this sucks. Yeah. So after New Year's, um, I was like, I don't think I want to drink anymore. I think I'm just going to see how this goes. And and just, and so one thing that, that happens to me when I'm DJing is if I ever drank, I would have to like keep drinking the next night just to get rid of that anxiety that, that is there and like right. how loose you feel from, from having right. like one or two and drinks. And already you don't feel good from the night before. So you feel like it's fixing it a little exactly. bit and then it's helping you forget and just get back in the zone. So, so when I would, when I wouldn't drink and I would keep DJing, I would like get continually better and better of like, all right, I can get on the, I don't feel as weird getting on the mic right now. I don't yes. feel like you just start to feel more in your body. And I also, I noticed that if I ever was like, well, I'm going to have one drink tonight, it would always reset that feeling back to the beginning. So I was like, all right, this, I'm just going to really try to keep staying sober and just not drink. And as I kept going and going, I was like, I felt less anxiety. I felt more like at home being up there. Yeah. And so that's where like, I was like, all right, I'm just going to keep doing this. And then a year went by and I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm just going to keep doing it. I feel great every day when I wake up. Yeah. So that's just how it's like stayed that way. And then now I'm like, if you would ask me this when I was 21, if I would ever like not be drinking, I'd be like, fuck no, I'm going to drink forever. Yeah. Now, if you ask me if I'm ever going to drink, no, I don't ever imagine drinking. Like I really don't imagine 
And you don't miss back just into like it. going to a social thing and be like, hey, I'll have a drink. Or you can have a different drink. I mean, it doesn't matter. No, yeah. I just, I legit, I love drinking tea. Like having a good it. green tea or a mint tea. Yeah. But I noticed that like just having the action of having something to sip on yeah. is really, it's kind of like what, what you know how people say for like cigarettes, they just love the, the right. action of this. Yes. I think it's the same thing for drinking. Yeah. If you have a, a, a replacement drink there, right. it's like it's. And then it almost relaxes you feel the people more you're talking to. Because if they're drinking and you're drinking nothing yeah. and you're just like, I'm talking to you, they're like, yeah, can I get you something? You know, and you're like. Cocaine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Strictly Coke. <laughs> Up the ass. Yeah. Just <laughs> bomb. No, I know. And then I think another thing that's made me stop drinking as well is when you're sober, wow. Just the things that I've seen drunk people do they're so now. annoying. You're like. Yo, I was that person. Right. I was that annoying piece of shit that was asking a question five times, but thought I only asked it once. Yeah. Don't want to be that. Yeah. And when you're DJing, you think you're way better than you are. Yeah, for sure. Like I've seen people just playing the same song over and over. Oh yeah. Like doing stupid shit. I dude, I've, I mean, I will say I've done some of the funniest, stupidest shit that, that I do look back and I'm like, that was really funny. Right. Cause you just lose all inhibition. There was my favorite thing ever. So Taco from Odd Future was with me and we both fucking love uh, buy you a drink. His dad also loves EDM. His dad, Howard. Oh, Shout out, Howard. Okay. He like has been to so many of my shows. Wow. Um, and so Taco came to Hard Summer with me and I was DJing. I was playing TJR's song, Everybody Make It Bounce. Yes. And I looked over and I just saw Travis's face and I was so fucking wasted. That I was like... I'm going to play, buy you a drink for my boy right now. And I literally just fucking reverb echoed it out. Nothing happened. And then all of a sudden you hear, and I just got on the mic and you can hear how drunk I'm. I'm just like, y'all just got T-Pain motherfuckers. (laughs) And it worked. I'm sure a lot of people got angry, but it worked and it was really funny. And it was one moment where I like look back and you don't regret it. Cause you know, like. There's some of those things where you're, when you're DJing drunk and you're like, oh, that was really stupid. that That was sloppy. But yeah. This one was one where I'm like, That's I'm really amazing. still proud of that one. <laughs> They're playing that shit on the radio again now. Dude, I, fucking, I love that record so, so much. And T-Pain, nicest dude I've ever met in really? all of dance music. He seems like it. He's he hilarious on Twitch. So funny. He's so fucking nice. His whole his whole group of people that he hangs out with is nice. His wife, incredible. Like, dude, he, he came up two times in Vegas as well when I was DJing and we rocked like a 40 minute T-Pain set and he's always like dude I don't want to take up your time I'm like are you you're a you're fucking T-Pain. living legend right here <laughs> yeah. I will play two hours straight of just your music if you wanted right it's so he's just like that humble and nice like you don't meet that many people right. that are just like that just what a good dude it seems like it I mean when you watch him on Twitch he's definitely himself yeah you know? he's so like I will say this just forever that dude is a national treasure that's that's incredible. Yeah. Um, well, I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got to go soon, right? Yeah, I do. I got to go to Vegas <laughs> and be a cockroach. With <laughs> be a cockroach at the wind. <laughs> you, if you had Dylan franchise, you wouldn't have to go anywhere. So just keep this in mind. It's it's a it's it an might idea. happen one day. Um, all right. Well, let's definitely let the people know about yes. some of your promotional uh, things. My my uh, album comes out December first. Go listen to it. And like I was telling you earlier, I listened um, to it twice, and I think I mentioned it, but so damn good. Thank like you. I am a fan of yours, so a little biased, but <laughs> so dope. Like I, you know. 
so many different kinds of sounds on there, different collaborations. Yeah. It starts out insanely hard. <laughs> yes. I think we talked about it in the beginning. I don't know if we'll be able to edit that part in. So just to kind of go over it again, like you had made that first song you said for Space Jam for Space or something. Jam. Yeah. And like this first song you guys will hear when the album comes out is so hard, but it's super <laughs> dope too. Like it's just like funky. Like I played it multiple times in my car and then when the drop hits, it's dope, but yeah. the rapping and all Dude, of it is, is ID, so IDK is fucking awesome. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And then just all of it. It's just like when was, you listen to it now, you'll understand the, what, where he's talking about Kobe in it. Right. I did hear that and I yeah. didn't know why. So know. it, I mean, it's just, I think it's just a good vocal, but it right. was, it was very much a space jam. Like, all right, let's make it towards basketball as right. well. Okay. But then you said that it just, they only use three seconds. They use three jam. seconds of the drop. <laughs> So you guys got the and I think you can album. like barely hear it because there's all like so many other things happening like probably like orchestral booms and yeah. like yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> three seconds that's hilarious like not even enough time where I could be like yo that's my song <laughs> right you like try to show your parents yeah. and you're like sorry guys yeah no one I, can hear I it I swear it's in there Look it's in the there credits. I promise yeah I sh- <laughs> oh my god. Well, yeah, so the funny. album is is really dope. Thank I mean, you. the videos you've been putting out, I mean, the Billy Zane one, what the hell? <laughs> yes. That's like unreal. It was so awesome. He, he during COVID, he like opened one of the, I did this thing called ID Gaffos Weekend where it was like two days of just like a bunch of artists playing music. Yeah. And he opened one of them where he was painting and playing uh, vinyl. And so we've just stayed in touch with oh. him and... And then we pitched this idea and he was like, fuck yeah, I'm down. And dude, he hired the person that taught him the interpretive dance. So like he was fully invested in it as sure well. I was he just was making it up. No, it was he, pretty like yeah. elaborate. So I'm like, yeah. no, someone made this up. Yeah. Like, dude, and he was like, it, it's, what it a nice starts guy. starts out, you have no idea what's that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, unless you've seen a clip from it. But yeah, that was pretty incredible. <laughs> Thank and you. It goes with the song. Great. I appreciate it. Um, and even though I think it's like what you said before, like, you're yourself and and all this stuff, but I think you're making people feel a certain way and you're making them laugh and feel happy. And I think that's more memorable sometimes than just some promotional thing. And even with yeah. that video, you're making them feel something by watching him do that with the sounds of your music <laughs> and as ridiculous as it sounds, but it's true. Like that's why it sticks out and you want, they want to show it to other people yeah. and they feel good. And exactly. So yeah, that's really cool. And then I know you've come out with a bunch of other singles with some great people. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we could go over them if you want. They're all different, like genres. Like the Alesso one, yeah, is like, you know, that how, one's like, what is I? Like, I don't know. I was gonna say deep house, but it's not. It's like just it's like, like a techie tech, yeah, like, sort of like, like house tech record. Or something yeah, like. I don't know how to really explain it. Definitely not progressive. Te- not I don't the, know. Yeah, I'm horrible at naming a genre. It's a house <laughs> record. <laughs> That's the we'll just put it as the Sounds most generic like version of it. It's a house record. Wherever you want to place that in your house. Subgenre list, go for right, it. Right. Um, the Elenium one is dope. Yeah, thank You're you. Hilarious. That in one the video. took two. You're, I don't know who choreographed years. you in the video. Oh uh, me. You're just going like this. The I wanted. To, I wanted it to look as if there was like a daughter had gone to his dad and be like, "Dad, I want to. I have a song I made. And I want to shoot a music video." And the dad's like, "Well, we can shoot it at my car washes, but I have to be in the video." That's what I wanted the vibe of that to look like. And you wrote that in the caption of the yeah. YouTube, right? Yeah, which I thought was just hilarious. to really help everyone. Understand I went to look, that. and I'm like, "Wait, what the hell?" I read that. <laughs> I was like, "That's hilarious." Yes, but yeah, that one, that one's incredible. And like, I mean, the whole album. What is it like? Fourteen songs? Or? I think fourteen. Yeah. yeah. So I went through it. It was just like. 
really good, really high quality. So I'm Thank so excited you. for people to hear it. And I, I know that um, in conjunction with it coming out, you're doing the LA Takeover, yeah. which is the three days. Three days. And DJ one of Hansel, them is Hansel. Mumbatone Massive. Okay. Or not, well, the, Dave not as well, the so Hansel Massive. is at the Roxy. Hansel's at the Roxy. Mumbatone Massive's at the Mayan. At the Mayan. And then uh, just Dylan Francis and friends at the Shrine. Just Dylan Francis and friends. Yeah. <laughs> just Dylan Francis and some friends. Um, at the Shrine. <laughs> and that's December 2nd. That's December, I believe it's December 2nd. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Dope. I wanna I definitely want to come Dude, if I can. You, yes, of course you can. Um, I'm come supposed on. to DJ well we'll see. I don't want to jinx it, but it's a I don't know. I'll tell you after. I shouldn't say it on here. Okay. But something <laughs> for like someone that sells gold bars or something. Sorry, guys. <laughs> We're going to Dubai. It's, it's private. <laughs> I'm going to hope it's over early and I'll be at his show after. That's my that's my goal. All right. Perfect. Um, yeah. So that's it. People asked questions from the Internet. But you know what? Screw you guys. Sorry about that. Sorry, guys. You're not getting I don't have it. any uh, social media uh any idea of what I'm doing. I just post random stuff. He just does it. But wait, one question is somebody wrote Jen Rosero. Do you know her? Yes. And she wrote, did you work with Jen Rosero at Bolt House Productions? Yes. And I just kind of wanted to ask that because I figured, yeah, yeah. she would have written that for a reason. I I used to work with Jen. My friend Eamon and I used to run the door at fucking Foxtail. Yes. Like she let us run the door at Foxtail. I used to DJ there and AM too. AM had his night. I would be up in that top area. By the way, bringing back Banana Split. The, I like yes. I forgot the name of it because it was called LAX or the club was LAX, yeah, right? Yeah, LAX. It's always the most confusing name for a club. <laughs> right. But damn, dude, Banana Split, when he brought Bloody Beetroots and Crookers and oh just God. all the people that he brought in, like that was dude, the most legendary. Like we rest were so in peace. lucky. AM was the fucking there, right? great dude. The stuff that he did in LA for bringing dance music in, like I feel like he was one of those dudes that was just like I mean, I still remember his fucking night and day, day and night mix that he did, which was Crookers into Michael Jackson. And yes. it's like, I remember trying to do yes, that on my own. Yes, and dude, my mix, I'm like, how the fuck did this guy do it where it actually sounded good? I know. No, no, he so, was a straight up magician. Magician. And, and so ahead of his time. Because yeah. I remember going and DJing at Tao, like in the beginning, and they were like, someone that was doing the bookings at the time was like, don't play any of that LA electro bullshit here. And I'm like, all right, like what the hell, you know, but they, it, and now that's the sound yeah. of everything, you know, but, but he was doing it in such a tasteful way where it was like, not saying you weren't, but it was, no, cr- it was no, crazy to watch the king him. Of it. Yeah. Him and Aoki were really bringing it in there and they were so different, you know, yeah. he would incorporate the scratches and I would even try to do it me, but before, like, cause, cause I was DJing before I had, just going by my name. But I remember p- trying to play nights where I would be like, all right, I'm going to try to do s- not what AM was doing. Cause that was just not my capability, but to play records where it would be like, I'm going to try to play a, a, an electro record. And then I'm going to try to play a pop yeah. record. And it's just so much harder than you think it is to be able to, to mix those things seamlessly yeah. and not have the people on the dance floor be like, what the fuck is this song? And he'd be stressed. I remember going with him to Avalon. It was like my 30th birthday, I think. And I remember he did a, the Avalon, like the late night, crazy, super real house night where like yeah. people would wait 10 minutes for a hi-hat to come in to cheer, <laughs> you know? And it was yes. like, and he was like, what the fuck am I going to do? And he's like, was playing like Motown acapellas over it. And they were like, wow. not feeling it, you know? And he was like, <laughs> what do I do? And then he just somehow faked. Figured it out, you yeah. Know, fixed it, but 
um yeah it was incredible uh, yeah such a crazy crazy time we were lucky to hear him and yeah this was so much fun dude i'm dude, so glad you so got to come in to i don't too. even think i asked any of the questions i wrote down but i had the best time of my life so <laughs> it's all good and um yeah i will see you i can't wait for the album to come out i'll yes. see you at the shows and thank you for text me anytime for i will i'll text you some sort of I'll text you in the day. What did we call the daytime? The, the we'll sun do, time. Uh, the sun time. The sun time. Yeah, in the sun time <laughs> when I come out. I hit you in the sun time <laughs> yeah. and uh, not in the night. Not in the moonlight time. Yeah, I know you don't go in the moonlight anymore. <laughs> so, all right, Dylan Francis, <laughs> peace out. Later. <laughs> Yo, that was incredible. Thank you, Dylan Francis, for taking the time. We all know you're so busy, but that was great. Oh, my God. Glad we got to catch up. I wish I could have talked for more. We got to do a part two one day, but that was amazing. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you, Beat Sorcerers. You know, the 20 podcast is available everywhere. You can watch us on YouTube. You could listen to us on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, hit me online at DJ Spider, DJ S-P-I-D-E-R on Instagram and other places. Um, the 20 podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was the 20 with DJ Spider.